Support for this podcast is provided by Getaway. Getaway offers escapes to tiny cabins nestled in nature just two hours from Portland near Mount Adams. It's an experience that helps you slow down, disconnect from work and technology, and reconnect with yourself and others. Every cabin is dog-friendly and provides everything you need and nothing you don't. Take $20 off your first escape when you book with code EXECUTIVE at www.getaway.house. Support is also provided by Beat Check, a new podcast by The Oregonian. Join host Andrew Thien every week as he explores Oregon's biggest stories with the reporters that know them best. Subscribe to Beat Check wherever you get podcasts to hear the latest episodes. Hey everyone, you're listening to the PDX Executive Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Bruden. On today's episode is Ryan Anderson, the territory sales lead for Google Cloud. Thanks for being on the podcast, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely, Dan. Thanks for having me. I've, uh... I've never been invited to be on a podcast. You've never so, been on a podcast? Yeah, this is the first, so I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. No one's ever wanted me on. <laughs> well, we've got to know each other a little bit over the past year. Worked on, uh, you know, partnering in a couple events, and uh, I want to get into the cloud because me, my knowledge base is pretty low. But let's first start about you. Like, how did you get this job at Google? But this, t- tell me a little bit about your journey to here. Yeah, so I grew up um, Portland suburbs, Vancouver and Camas, Washington. Um, two little brothers, both of them now in the tech industry here in Portland as well. Um, played basketball. My parents moved up from from SoCal, um, where my grandpa was a pressman uh, for the LA Times. Um, so my dad was always in sales. Uh, we saw him growing up, and we were like, you know, he doesn't really work. He just hangs out with his friends. And um, well, that's what people think of sales, though, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but it's true. No. <laughs> but my my little brother now works at AWS. My youngest works at Akamai, kind of all in the tech industry here. Um, but anyway, yeah, I uh, went up to to school, studied information systems. Just kind of thought, you know, I, I know I wanted to do sales, wanted to be in the technology industry. Um, mainly because I thought it was so interesting, yeah. And I just kind of saw the trend um, where a lot of the, where a lot of, of business was going um, and how fast it was changing. Um, so anyway, came back down. My first job was in channel sales. Worked at a company called Zones. Um, what do they do? I yeah, it, it's a reseller. So you know, value added reseller. They work with companies like Microsoft, okay. HP, Cisco. Um, you know, provide an additional service and offer, you know, those big manufacturers products. And so kind of cut my teeth there, um, was in a job where I picked up the phone and just dialed numbers all day and tried okay. to get people on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, from there, got a job at a company called Good Data, which uh, was in recent Horowitz, General Catalyst back down in the Bay Area. Um, raised about $130 million. I was there for five years. Um, got to learn from some really, really smart people. Hmm. Um, some really high integrity people mm-hmm. and probably learned more there, you know, than the rest of my career combined. Oh, wow. Um, towards the end of that, you know, startup years are like dog years. Yeah. Um, was there five years, was the longest 10 year U.S. employee. So I started thinking, you know, where's the industry going? Um, you know, what kind of jobs are out there? Had a buddy down now working for Google, it told me about Google Cloud, kind of the, the culture, the company, what it was doing and, mm-hmm. and got me an interview and, and and I'm fortunate to be here now. And so I know you were down there and Portland, Google has been in Portland for a while, but it's always kind of been the way I viewed it. And you can shift my perspective. It's a refugee place for other Google employees who've moved up here from the Bay or Seattle. Um, so, but the Google Cloud team is fairly new in Portland. Is that right? Yeah. So I was the first kind of Google Cloud salesperson, but there's been a lot of Google Cloud people here in okay. Portland. So in Portland, we have 
Uh, about a hundred people now are expanding to close to 200 next year. Um, it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of different teams. There's over 30 different teams represented here, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, there was an acquisition in 2010 and, you know, kind of growing organically. So I, I think what's neat about this office is there's a lot of very high level people. Um, a lot of folks who said, Hey, I'm later in my career. I want to raise a family. Portland's a great place to do that. Yeah. Um, I already worked at Google, but I'm moving to Portland. Google, do you want, you know, do you want to keep me? Do you want me to continue working in this role? Mm -hmm. And when you have talent like that, you say yes. And yeah. it's neat because a lot of this office is a lot, you know, made up of a lot of people and teams like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's like such a Portland story, right? <laughs> it's like, I want to raise my family. It's a great place to live. And now you're exploding. You're moving into a new office next year at some point. Yep. That, Meyer and Frank building. Yeah. Very cool. So it's being built out now. And, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to to taking a look at that. So let's get into cloud uh, for where, what part of the business, I guess, what are you doing here locally? What, can you mention some of the companies you work with? Uh, this is a multi-part question. And then just like, where are we at in the evolution of, of cloud for adoption for companies? Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. So I guess I'll start with kind of my role and what I, I typically do. So I'm responsible for new business growth for Google cloud um, in Portland and a few other metros and cities. Um, so what we're doing is we're looking for companies and, and you know partners really to drive innovation and speed in the marketplace uh, for our joint customers. Mm -hmm. So that's that's my primary role. Um, I'm also the startup ecosystem agent, so kind of connect with VCs and startups in town, mm -hmm. getting them connected to our programs. But uh, yeah, so the types of companies that we're working with here locally, uh, companies like Zoom Info, um, Lytics, Urban Airship, mm -hmm. um, larger companies like Cambia here locally. Um, and second part of your question was, you know, where are we at? Yeah. And I think it's an interesting question because times are changing so fast. And, so, you know, my first job, you know, I mentioned was zones where, mm -hmm. you know, I was calling people, having conversations. I would say that was, you know, maybe like the, the first inning of cloud. Yeah. And I'd get people on the phone and, you know, we'd get their perspective and they'd share with us, you know, this cloud thing, I don't think it's going to catch on. And, <laughs> you know, it's, you know, and the reasons they give us were, hey, the security, the speed, the reliability, mm. the price, it mm -hmm. just doesn't make sense. Mm. And it never will. And here we are 10 years later. And all those same reasons are why people are moving to the cloud, you know. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd say maybe fourth inning, fifth inning at this point. Okay. Yeah. Um, in terms of where we're at. But I think what's, what's, to me, what's really interesting is, you know, I think a couple of years ago, leaders and business leaders were looking at this thing saying, man, this is an efficiency play. Like you can do this better than I can and cheaper than I can. Okay. And so that's why I want to move to the cloud. But I think what's, what's interesting is, is it's really an agility and an innovation play. And it's, you know, what, what a lot of folks are missing is, is, Hey, if I can leverage this technology and put out a feature, you know, every hour mm -hmm. and my competitors, it takes them three weeks, mm -hmm. you know, compound that over time. That's when this gets really interesting. So the speed, the speed exactly. market is, is really, and how some of the objections, I assume maybe the security thing still comes up, uh, you know, where are we at on that? Ignot, you know, saying, stepping back, agnostic of maybe Google, but just, uh, you know, security wise, how's that evolved? And for cloud. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's, it's perception a lot yeah. of times. I mean, what's interesting to me is you get a lot of people who, you know, want to make a decision because they've, they've always done it that way yeah. or because mm -hmm. they think this is the way it is. I think when people start, you know, opening up the hood and understanding how it's being done, um, 
how quickly things have changed that, you know, you know, you look at like the Heartbleed virus. I mean, a Google engineer found and patched that virus before it even became public. Mm-hmm. And you look at, you know, all these huge, you know, retail companies, um, just the security breaches that are going on. Yeah. Um, and it's something everyone's trying to figure out. Yeah. Um, I guess, uh, you know, the thing we were talking about before we started recording was, and I, I threw this term out not knowing what it really means, but like multi-cloud. And it's something that's, you know, coming on top of people's mind, but can you break it down a little bit, you know, what that means, how people maybe are duplicating systems or integrating too? I'd love to just chat about that. Yeah, so I mentioned my little brother works at Amazon. Yeah. And it, I thought it was interesting that, you know, their recent conference was the first time they've ever talked about multi-cloud. Okay. Um, hybrid cloud, well, you know, not, you know, not a set hybrid cloud, but multi-cloud. Okay. Um, and it's, it's a hot topic right now. Hmm. I mean, I think it's something like 74% of enterprise companies are claiming already, they're already, you know, they already are multi-cloud. Are they really though? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. the question. It depends <laughs> on, you know, yeah. we were talking about, yeah. it depends on how you define it. Okay. And I think what we're seeing is, you know, when you get to a certain size and a lot of companies, it starts to make sense to really diversify, uh-huh. um, protect yourself, um, you know, there's a lot of benefits to doing that. Right. But before you get to that size, maybe it doesn't, you know? Mm. And so what we're seeing a lot of is not necessarily, you know, what I'd say a multi-cloud strategy, but more of a best in breed strategy hmm. where companies are saying, hey, you know, Google, you know, in this data analytics stuff with products like BigQuery, you know, um, some of the machine learning stuff that Google's doing, mm-hmm. you know, that's really good. And that's, you know, technology that I want to leverage that can help my company. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some of this stuff, hey, Microsoft does really well. And I think it's becoming a lot more of, you know, what's encouraging to me is that companies are making these decisions based on strategy, you know, where they want to take their company, you know, who they want their innovation partner to be rather than because, oh, my developers know this language. Right. Okay. So, you know, when it takes three to four weeks to train developers, you know, it's, it's nice to see companies starting to make more educated decisions like that. For, For sure. So, um, well, we'll get, let's talk about Google a little more and just the cloud strategy because I, I've kind of followed it and just knowing you, I mean, they're getting pretty aggressive. So the new Google cloud or newish CEO, uh, Thomas Curian, Thomas came from Oracle. Is that yep. right? Yeah. So how long has he been at the helm and uh, whatever, you know, publicly you can share about, uh, you know, growth and just kind of, uh, you know, that line of business for Google, uh, w- would be awesome. Yeah, so I got to be careful on this part. Yeah, no. totally. No, yeah. <laughs> Whatever you can share, I say. Yeah. yeah. So, so when I joined, I mean, the, the questions I was getting were, you know, what's Google Cloud? Like, is Google serious right. about this? You know, and I think probably four or five months after I started, we announced a two, three billion dollar run rate, mm-hmm. which was pretty impressive. I mean, that's a, a big business. Yeah. But folks would look at our competitors and say, "Hey, they've been at this for seven, eight years. You know, look where they're at." Um, so I came in and Diane Green, the founder of VMware, okay. was our CEO. Um, and to her credit, you know, she built a great technology foundation. You know, when Thomas came in, he went and asked customers why Google Cloud and all of them said the technology. You know, it's like nothing we've ever seen before. Um, so we've, already, we've always had a, a great heritage, you know, of innovation and, and building great technology and great products at Google. Um, but with Thomas coming in, and he's been in about a year now, um, what he's brought in is really, you know, enterprise focus, sophistication, okay. um, putting the customer first, you know, starting with the customer. Mm-hmm. And I've been excited cause that's kind of the background that I've come from and, right. and you know, the, the way that I was taught in this profession and you know, our goals and kind of our, we have OKRs they are called at Google and really like our company goals. 
Um, we want to be the best organization in terms of understanding our customers, their needs, um, and then providing solutions to those needs. So really meeting them where they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen that, you know, kind of the evolution of the business and the change in the people. Mm-hmm. Um, industry experts, you know, we're bringing in leaders from Red Hat, SAP, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the companies have been doing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. AKA poaching people. <laughs> That's how the industry works, man. Yeah, Average yeah. tenure in tech is less than two years. Right. It is in Portland, maybe a little longer. Yeah. But well, let's get into that. Let's get into Portland. Cause the market's, uh, someone, someone's talk about Portland, how it's different and all that, but go blazers. Like, so, um, since you've been doing this here in Port, you grew up, you know, around here, but let's talk about just kind of the uh, technology community here. How is then, right? what's unique about you too, is you mentioned that you're the, you know, you work with a lot of startups or just out there a lot. So you're connecting the dots and just learning a lot about what's going on here. If these companies moving here, um, how has the welcoming been for you and your team or just, you know, everyone knows Google, but just specifically around this new product. Yeah, no. And and this city is awesome. I mean, this is my, the more I travel, you realize how unique and special this place is, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, it's, for so many reasons, but the people is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. It's very small. It's, you know, in, in terms of business, um, I found it to be a very self-policing city. Um, what is that? What do you mean by that? Everyone knows everyone. Yeah. Which is great if you do good work and horrible if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting cause 10 years ago, I mean, there was a handful of tech companies you could work for 15 years ago. Yeah. I mean, and, and what I found really interesting is kind of how, you know, people have networked and kind of flock in different groups. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's the Jive group, the Web Trends group, mm-hmm. the Urban Airship group. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these, you know, long time, you know, old school or not old school, but like you know, older companies who've been here a long time, who've left, you know, this really neat legacy. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And created all these connections and kind of, you know, people that make up the tech company. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I mean, it, it's been very welcoming. Mm-hmm. For me, a big draw is I, I have young kids. Mm-hmm. So for me, a big draw was to get to focus on my city, on companies that, you know, I knew I had interviewed for. Yeah. Um, my previous role, I'd never really gotten to focus on Portland as a territory. Okay. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was a big draw for me and something that got me excited. Yeah. And I know one of the things you do is you, you know, you, you do a lot of community kind of events and bring uh, folks, folks together. So you're probably seeing, or you get to meet a lot of people who are just moved here for a tech job or looking to start a, a, a company. So um, I've heard in this you know, you hear from people say, ah, sometimes Portland can be a hard city to break into because of that is so small and the self-policing of the referrals and recommendations. Do you, are you finding that or not so much anymore as we're growing? You got to live here. You know, there's a lot of VC companies right now who want to invest. Um, Diane Freeman, who's one of the partners at Voyager Capital Mm -hmm. has been really helpful to me in my role. And I asked her, you know, I was like, you know, Diane, why do people want to invest in in Portland? Yeah. She said, well, you take a million dollars, you go down to the Bay Area, that gets you office space. She goes, here, it gets you an MVP. It gets yeah. you a product, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, again, I found it to be welcoming because I live here, <laughs> you yeah. know? And yeah. like, um, but again, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's like a small town. It's a, it's a you know, tight-knit community. Right. Um, we're very protective, I yeah. think, of our city and each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ask the... You know, like, you know, Rick Tarosi, I think maybe you've interviewed him for this. No, I haven't yet, but yeah, everyone knows, knows of Rick or. Yeah. So put, put him on your list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I first got this job, I bothered him till he grabbed lunch with me, Okay, <laughs> you know, and I was like, Rick, what do I do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but he kind of sent me down, introduced me to three, four folks who then, you know, introduced me to three, four folks. Yeah. And, um, when I told them my mission, you know, the reason I took this job was right. one, 
because you know, I think a company like Google and a company, you know, any company like Google has a lot to, of horsepower, a lot of, you know, potential ways that we can, you know, help our, our city and our community and the companies. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know, also I think companies like that need to be more aware of how special this place is. Yeah. And so that's kind of been my mission since I took this job. Yeah. And kudos to you. Cause you do, uh, I know you will go out and you know, sponsor some event, community events and just with the mission of what you just said, right. Cause you grew up here. So, uh, well, a few other things I want to talk about is you know, Google's a huge company now, but the culture is always something that uh, you've even said to me a few times, it's like very googly, right? So mm-hmm. you know, what does that mean? How was it for you, uh, you know, starting here and, and, and kind of embracing that? But uh, is, it uni- is there a unique flavor to it in Portland? Or, yeah. yeah. No, great flavor and, and a lot of free food. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, for me, when I, when I was thinking about taking the offer, I was so curious Mm -hmm. just about the culture Mm -hmm. and, you know, you, you see it on the movies and you read about it Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, you're just like, is it, is it really that good? Like, you know, what's going on? Yeah. 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 And it really is, (laughs) you know, for me, it's, it's been so interesting because to scale a company to over a hundred thousand people in 20 years, um, you don't see a lot of people getting that road. A lot of companies getting that right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's really hard to scale a great culture and a great community, Mm -hmm. um, to that many people. Mm -hmm. And it's such a unique place. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was so shocked by how people communicate here and by how open people are and how open to ideas people are. It's, Hmm. it's been very, very different. And I'm a little scared as I don't know what, what's after Google for me, but Mm -hmm. going to a culture or a place that's not like that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's scary after kind of experiencing that. Sure. And how special it is. Yeah. And so you get a chance, I assume you're going down to, the Bay a lot or for trainings and things. I mean, they're investing in you too for training and just getting out there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'll typically go, go down there two, three times a year and just yeah, kind of okay. to get to experience, you know, that campus and, and, yeah. you know, get a taste of some of the, the early stories and mm-hmm. technology, you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of DNA of the company is, is, is really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ryan, thanks for, for doing this, be on the podcast. Uh, you know, I'm uh, looking forward to working with you some other stuff, but thanks again. Yeah, hi, mo- hi mom. Thanks, Dan. Mm-hmm.